Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Is Wise. We are so happy to have you here, and today we've got a really cool topic to talk about. And when we first started discussing it, we were going to look at it from quite a broad point of view, but actually we've kind of narrowed it down because we think that there's heaps of conversation to have around this. Um, so we would love your thoughts on it. So and if you listen to this and it resonates, please get in touch because we'd love to know more about it. So today, I know you're all hanging out to know what we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about why the mother wound is necessary. Okay, so first up, you must be like, well, what do you mean it's necessary? A wound? Necessary? That doesn't sound like a good thing. Well, actually, when we start to we started to uncover like what the mother wound really is, we realized that there's actually some real benefits to it. Um, and that's something that we really want to sort of talk about in a bit more detail today. But first of all, I'm going to ask Erin what her thoughts are on the mother wound, um, because I think it really steps in nicely to the ancestral um, knowledge that you have. But also, I would love to know your thoughts. Thanks. Um, my thoughts are many and varied, I think. For me, the mother wound first sort of came into my awareness through the ancestral work that I do. Um, it's very much something that shows up because it's a generational thing. It's a mother-daughter thing, usually. And if you're looking at that matrilineal line going back to your mother's 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 mother, etc., you know, it's that woundedness that can only come from that deeply complex relationship between a mother and a daughter you know there's research at the moment that's coming out saying that actually it's in our DNA like we carry our DNA is altered by our experiences in utero and you know, there's lots of memes out there and conversations out there about how at one point we existed inside our grandmother's womb and so you know like the concept that there is some sort of energetic wounding that is passed on through generations and that it may go back many, many generations on that matrilineal line um, is really, really intriguing to me. For me personally, it probably shows up a little bit more in this lifetime, if I'm honest. I think that my mum and her mum, for the most part, seem to have a really good relationship. I'm not sure that my mum would necessarily recognise much of a mother wound 
in her life, but certainly it shows up in a big way in my life. While my mother and I have a great relationship now, I think there has always been a level of distance and a level of challenge around how we've engaged with each other. And and I think there's a lot of woundedness there that I've worked through, but also that I still have to work through. Yeah, and I think that's, that's, yeah, I think that's a really interesting way of describing it. Because certainly, like I have, my mum is amazing. She's just an incredible, incredible woman. But it's taken me a lot of time to recognise that there are parts of our relationship that actually come from a place that she probably doesn't even realise have come down through that matrilineal line. And I think that's what's really interesting for us in this generation and for, you know, our, like I have daughters, so they have got the joy of the mother wound being handed down to them. I'm hoping to have done a bit of work on it so that it's not quite so uh, raw. But I think what's really interesting for our generation is that there is much more research that's been done into it. There's there's more understanding of what it means and how it impacts us as well. So I think we're in a really lucky place that we can actually start to do some of that healing work that actually our mothers and our grandmothers and, you know, didn't even have the consciousness to know that there was a problem. I think that's that's what the real difference is now that we can actually start to recognize that that there are fundamentals in relationships between mother and daughter that really, really impact both parties, but particularly the daughter in how they show up in the world. And the fact that we can now understand that that is something that exists. And I think that's why it's necessary to understand it, because it allows us so much growth. It allows us so much change that we can make for ourselves. We can also make change for our mothers and grandmothers because, you know, and I know that you very much subscribe to this belief that when we do the work on ourselves, it it helps past generations as well. But it also means that we can start to make a difference for our children. And you, anyone listening knows that my children are, are really important to me. And if I can do something to make sure that they don't have to carry on the wounds that I'm carrying then that seems like a real gift, a great gift that they can then take on. And and hopefully future generations will be able to stay in the consciousness that we're starting to get to and go higher and be able to do more work. We're kind of like doing the foundational work, it feels like at the moment. And then they can kind of, you know, do the up leveling because of the work that we're doing. Um, But I think the mother wound, I mean, why do you think it's necessary? That's I just want to touch quickly on what you just talked about. And that is that new level of consciousness that we're experiencing. And I think the mother wound is becoming a much bigger part of the work that we're doing, the healing work, the expansive work, the growth. It's because of our new level of consciousness as women and how as women we engage with the world. I don't think that, you know, you and I have had really in-depth conversations about the way that we parent our children, about the way that we show up for them, the way that we show up in our marriage and all of that sort of thing. And I can't honestly imagine my grandmother or my mother even having those kinds of conversations with other women to the same level. You know, like we're talking about how do I make sure that my child grows up to be a self-confident, productive, engaging member of society. I think, you know, the focus certainly in our house when I was younger was more, how does she grow up to be a good mum? How does she grow up to be a good wife? But those things very much looked like serving everyone else. Yeah, so true. Right. And so the mother wound now, because we're coming into that level of consciousness that we are meant for more than just serving others, 
It is not our job as women to show up and to say, actually, I'm going to make sure that you have everything you need, even if that comes at the cost of everything I need. That is a major shift in the way that women engage with each other and engage with the world. And I think that is bringing the mother wound up for a lot of people because it is intricately tied with all of that other stuff. Mm. Um, And so, you know, for me, the mother wound is necessary because from a healer's perspective and from an ancestral perspective, I know that there is trauma that my grandmother, her mother, you know, her mother again, all carried. If we look back two or three generations, even, it was really quite normal for women to be married with children by 18, Mm -hmm. you know, and they were off doing their own. If you go back two or three generations, often that is the point where women were put on a ship from everything that they knew and sent across the world to a space that they knew nothing, they knew no one, they were responsible for making sure that life was built the way that it should look. Mm. They often didn't have nurturing relationships with their husbands. They often didn't have nurturing relationships with their children. And so all of that trauma, and then you add in things like, you know, world wars and sending your husband or your fiance or your father or your brother or your son off to war and never seeing him again you know add that level of trauma in and like that stuff has shaped what gets handed on to us in a way that we have yet to really unravel as a society I think and so that's why I think the mother wound is necessary because when we doing the work around that Yes, we're doing it so that our children don't experience the same trauma and we don't pass on the same woundedness to them, which then, you know, gives them the platform to leap from as they get older. But we're also doing it because it's part of that process of honoring the woman that we've come from and healing them, which prepares us for being a good ancestor. Yeah, right. I love I love that. Being a good ancestor. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast that we must write make a note to to have a discussion about. But I think you're right, that that generational trauma that that carries through and so much of it, I'm just about to get my soapbox out, so warning, comes from the patriarchy and the way that society has been set up for the last few thousand years. I would be really interested in your thoughts, and I'm gonna probably verbally process this myself, about whether the mother wound existed pre-patriarchy and whether it's like intrinsic to that connection of being you know within inside another human and that that whole like is it that far back or is it more created by society and the fact that society completely undervalued women completely took our power away made us you know basically second-class citizens and in some places in the world that is still very much the case and places where it's not the case there are still huge disparities between the way that men and women are viewed but I wonder what are your thoughts do you think if we went you know back 35,000 years to when you know matriarchal societies were the norm and that you know mother god was was who was worshipped and all of those do you think the mother wound existed then no I Mm. bloody love that question no I don't (laughs) I think like as you were speaking that out, as you were processing it, because I could see you processing it, I think what came up for me is that part of the mother wound for me and the way that I understand it for myself is very much that as a child, 
and this goes back to doing some of that inner child navigation as a child if your mother doesn't show up for you doesn't nurture you doesn't um, protect you and love you in the way that is necessary to me that is the core of the mother wound Mm-hmm. And often that comes from her own trauma and her own mother wound that is unresolved. And lack of yeah. understanding. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so that's what makes it generational. That's why the ancestral stuff comes in. If you go way, way, way back, I don't think that disconnection between mother and child, you know, obviously mother and daughter, I don't think that was there because I think what necessitates that disconnection in today's society and in you know in past generations what necessitates that disconnection is the father being the head of the house and the expectation that that places not just on the mother but on the daughter Mm. like you and I eldest daughters right so I have that you know I'm the eldest therefore I'm responsible for what happens for the next children etc and as the eldest I certainly had expectations placed on me by my father that my sister didn't get. Mm, Yeah. And so like, I think even within a family unit and you see this in the way that values and experiences play out over time, even in a family unit, I think the mother wound shows up differently for different children. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think that's really true. That better than I can. No, I I think you summed it up really well. And I think that's very true. Like the relationship with your firstborn is very, very different to your secondborn. Like the love is the same, but there is a definite difference. There is a connection there that until I had number two, I don't think I realized that there was that sort of that deep connection with Emily. And and it is there with Phoebe. It's really difficult because it's kind of that whole thing that like I love them equally, but I feel differently about them sometimes. Does that make sense? And it's really fascinating. And I can very much see the way that my expectations of M's are very, very much still based on the way that I was brought up and the expectations put on me around, you know, behaviors, around around all of those things. And mm. I'm doing a lot of work to try and make sure that I'm not you know, well, I'm not doing it subconsciously now, I'm definitely doing it consciously, putting those expectations on her, because I want her to be able to find her own way. And I want her to do what's right for her. But at the same time, breaking that, breaking those ways of doing things is really fucking difficult. Like it is so ingrained in me, because it was so ingrained in my mother, and it was so ingrained in her mother, that Mm. actually, we're not, I'm not just trying to break the cycle for Emily. I'm yeah. breaking it for all the others. So it's a, I need a really big set of like bolt cutters to, to do the work. And it's hard sometimes. It's really hard. But I think you're right. I think it does show up differently. And, you know, we have very different relationships with our siblings. I adore my sisters to bits. I absolutely, my most favorite people in the world and can't make me laugh. Nobody can make me laugh more than those two. But I definitely growing up could see that they had different relationships with mum and dad. And I really struggled with that as the eldest. I didn't know where I fitted into it. So I've definitely had to process a lot of that 
as I've got older and as I've, you know, done the work, and I totally just put it in air quotes for anyone who's listened to a previous podcast that we've done. Um, but I think what's exciting about the mother wound is the fact that we are talking about it, the fact that this consciousness is rising, the fact that people are starting to understand that patriarchal societies actually don't serve anyone. They don't serve the men in them, and they sure as hell don't serve the women in them. And as that starts to become more and more obvious, as we start to do this work, you know, healing the mother wound, healing that intergenerational trauma that, that we carry and so many women carry trauma that they might not have even seen as trauma it's even just the fact that our mothers weren't necessarily equipped to be able to mother us in the way that we needed they were doing the best possible job that they could do in the situation and with their experiences and with what they had but it might not have been right for us and so that's mm. nobody's fault it's just simply that it that it was and that's trauma that that's trauma for us to work through and i think it's been massively underplayed and massively undervalued and kind of almost like what are you talking about you you know everything was perfect for you you had a great you you know went to a good school your parents loved you you've got lovely sisters you lived in a nice house yeah yeah no that's great i certainly wouldn't say anything against that but there are still moments through my childhood where i didn't feel listened to or understood and not being able to have a space that was held and, and understood that that's what I was going through, a level of trauma on me. And that's what I'm working through. And that's nobody's fault. And I think that's something that's also I just want to quickly touch on is that there isn't fault or blame when we're talking about the mother wound. Yeah. This isn't like our no mum's fault. And judgment, it's just it's a thing. It is a thing that if we actually look at it and start to unpick it and unpack our stories around, you know, our relationship with our mothers understanding their relationships with their mothers it allows us to do cool amazing growth and become better people and show up better in the world so I really want to I really want to make that clear for anyone listening any mothers who are listening or anything like that this isn't something to like go worry about the judgment or the or the fact that it's anyone's fault if it's anybody's fault it's the patriarchal society that we've been brought up in and that sure as fuck isn't our fault so uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can firmly <laughs> drop it on their doorstep um, if you need to place blame anywhere. Well, I think like if we go back to why the mother wound is actually necessary, for me, part of that is about understanding that we all have a mother wound. Even when we have the best, most supportive relationship with our mother, and we've always had that, and she was always there, and she gave us everything we needed, there is some level of woundedness that comes from that mother-daughter relationship. And if you think that you haven't got that, then you haven't excavated deep enough. Because whether it exists in the relationship between you and your mother, or whether it was her mother that was, you know, that relationship between her and her mother that was passed down, there is some level of wound there, I think. What it serves us with is it serves us with an awareness of why we do things like it's that next level of self-mastery so when we're talking about things for example for me I spent a large portion of my childhood away from my family home I spent a lot of time with my grandmothers I spent a lot of time with aunts and cousins my sister and my brother spent the majority of their childhood at home with my parents I got sent away a lot and for a long time, there was a lot of woundedness around that, around the fact that like my mum always said I was too hard for her. She couldn't deal with me. Um, those kinds of things, I was just basically too much and she wasn't equipped for it. So that wound that I have around that has allowed me to then navigate some of that 
stuff that comes up around being told you're too much. Like it, it acts as a really good signpost for the work that is necessary for me to show up differently, to be able to show up differently for my children as well. Because, I mean, all of us, I think, who have children have had that moment of realisation that, holy shit, I just sounded like my mother. <laughs> right? Like who hasn't had that moment? Okay. And and you know, and it, there is a level of horror around that. I think when you get to that moment, when you're just like, "Oh my god, I actually no, I have to stop now." And so, like, it will come up, but it acts as a really, really good signpost for what work we need to do, where we need to explore and excavate. And it also, I think, it's necessary for us as women to dive into that stuff because it is bigger than just our relationship with our mother it's called the mother wound but it's about that relationship between a woman and a, and a child a girl child specifically you know whether that's your mother whether it's your grandmother whether it's an aunt that relationship between one generation of women and the next generation of women and you can look at that in society at large and see that actually there is woundedness that is carried by our generation from the generation of women before us, mm. right? And that's not specific to our mother, but our mother is the most familiar representation we have of that. So I think it's necessary for us because it allows us to really know what we have to do. It also allows us to remother ourselves, which is a, a concept that you know, people are starting to talk about a lot more, like really learning how to um, take care of that inner child that perhaps hasn't felt loved and hasn't felt accepted or wanted or nurtured in the way that it deserves. It also gives us the opportunity, I think, to remother our mothers, mm-hmm. like to learn to treat them with compassion and love and understanding that perhaps we haven't had before. And that changes our relationship with them, whether they are still here or whether they are in the ancestral realm, right? I think learning to see them through the lens of someone who has experienced similar trauma and learning to see them through the lens of they were coming with their own trauma and then trying to to mother someone without knowing how to mother themselves. Like I I think that's a really game-changing it certainly has changed the way that I view my mum mm. to be able to look at her and say, actually, she probably has quite a lot of woundedness herself. And I can see at different times where that shows up, that she's never going to have the level of consciousness or the desire, if we're fear, to deal with. But actually, I can navigate some of that stuff for her. And I can change the way that I show compassion and love and empathy towards her around that stuff so that she learns that actually that doesn't have to be so painful Mm. yeah I love that I think that being able to do for us to do the work and know that it impacts generations before us even if they've passed I think just gives me that warm fuzzy feeling it's like you know I get to I get to do something nice for other people and you know they haven't asked me to and they don't necessarily even know that I'm doing it but they are gonna like the energy within them is going to change because of it that's just so awesome and it's hard work but it's also really interesting like it's really really interesting when you start to uncover like you mentioned briefly the inner child and and we won't go into that in too much detail today because that's a whole nother conversation 
but every version of ourselves is within us like you know I always used to describe myself as a child like very externally and you can't see what I'm doing but I'm sort of I used to always talk about it outside of my body and then through doing the work that I've done to like you know heal a lot of the the woundedness that I was carrying I realized now she's very much within me and I can feel when she's showing up because she's behaving like a child like it's as simple as that like she's not equipped to deal with the adult situation that we're in so it's it's a bit like stamping your foot or getting really cross and interestingly I get it most when my daughter is challenging me like she brings out my inner child which is really not particularly helpful I mean honestly it's like having two children trying to fucking work out what the solution is and we all know that doesn't work out well but having that awareness of where that's coming from is really helpful because it means that I'm able to not every time but you know more times now than not I'm able to check myself and be like right is this grown-up Ellie showing up in this situation or is this my inner child who is just like desperately trying to be heard and to be seen and to be right and all of those things and it's going to stamp her foot and get really really frustrated because she's not being listened to or actually do I need to step into into the grown-up and being able to have that awareness is really helpful so you know I'd love to carry the conversation about inner child on on a separate podcast because it's such a it's such a fascinating subject to start to uncover like when that starts to show up but just Mm. sort of finishing up on the mother wound it is a necessity. It is something that is really powerful. It can be incredibly painful. It can be really challenging to work through because it means that you have to be really honest with yourself. And it also means you have to really look at a relationship like that we've looked at when we're angry, but we haven't necessarily looked at it sort of in through a, a lens that isn't like their mother-daughter lens, if that makes sense. Mm. It's kind of actually being able to look at it and know that it's not disloyal to look at the relationship that you had with your mother. And if she didn't do things the way that you perhaps needed it, that's okay. That doesn't make her a bad mother or the relationship that you have any less wonderful than it is. It doesn't mean anything. All it means is that you're starting to be able to look at it in a way that is going to allow you to do the work to heal yourself and heal future generations. So it's really important because I struggled with that disloyalty. I thought that if I said anything against my parents, it meant that I was disrespecting them, being disloyal, you know, not, not appreciating them. But actually, it's nothing to do with them. It's all about me. And that in itself is deeply uncomfortable to say because we've been very much taught that we don't make it all about ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah what last I words think... have you got for for the listeners because I know that you will finish it in a beautifully eloquent manner as you as you always do <laughs> no pressure <laughs> um <laughs> loads of pressure <laughs> yeah I mean I think you're right I think the mother wound is something that we all carry it we all have differing views and different experiences with it how it shows up and that sort of thing and I think the the thing with the mother wound for me is that we have to come to a level of self-acceptance and a level of self-compassion before we can turn inward and start to really examine that wound because it requires us to then be able to provide compassion and provide acceptance to our mothers in a way that if we can't do it for ourselves, isn't going to serve us to do it. So I think, you know, as much as the mother wound is a little bit of a 
I don't want to say a buzzword, but it's a, it's a, it's a theme that's out there at the moment. I'm seeing a lot of talk about it. I really just want to encourage people. If that is something that you are feeling, feeling called to do some work around, just really honor yourself as part of that process. Healing the mother wound is about healing it for yourself first and foremost and then healing it for others, for your mother, for your child, for your matrilineal line. And so, you know, really make sure that you are in the place where you can dive into some of that stuff because it can be acutely painful. It can be really like almost damaging at times to dive into that if you haven't already built some level of healed resilience around who you are and how you are in the world so that's really what I just want to like put a little disclaimer at the end is it is absolutely it's necessary work it's necessary to acknowledge that that wound exists and to acknowledge that it it needs to be healed and that there's work to be done but do that from a place of really being as healed as you can be going into it don't go into it from a place of being traumatized and wounded um, because then you're just traumatizing the traumatized, right? You're hurting the hurt and that isn't going to serve you, but absolutely dive into the work when you can, because I've seen the impact of me doing the work. I've seen how it's changed you to do that work. And it is a really beautiful thing to witness that healing happen in a very intimate kind of way. So absolutely do it. Reach out if you want to chat about it. It's obviously something that we both, you know, really enjoy talking about and something that we've both done some work on and, and continue to work on. Um, so, yeah, we're always up for that conversation. But um, thank you for sharing all of your wonderful insight today, Ellie. I appreciate you. Oh, and I appreciate you too. A conversation worthy having, and I'm sure we will dive back into it at some stage. But um, yep, if you've got any thoughts, please reach out, let us know. We'd love to hear your comments, your um, reviews. I hope everyone's well and has enjoyed today's podcast. We'll catch yeah. up again soon. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to She Is Wise with Ellie Bell and Erin Hodson. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.